Hey, what's up, friend? We are going to tackle the topic of Santa Claus today. So if you have kids listening to this right now, you might want to pause this episode and come back to it later. Cece Bloom, the author of The Top Secret Truth About Santa Claus, is here on the show to talk about how she's found a really wonderful, genuine, loving way to break the news about Santa to her kids and kids all around. Because whether you do Santa Claus or not in your house, at some point, your kids will probably have some questions. So Cece's here to help us through that, and she's also going to talk about how she's been able to elegantly balance older kids who know the truth about Santa Claus and younger kids who don't. And it's all wrapped up in a really fun concept called the Top Secret Agency. You're going to love this one, so let's go ahead and kick it off. It is my pleasure to welcome Cece Bloom. What inspired you to write a book specifically about Santa Claus? As you mentioned, you know, a lot of parents do struggle with that, among many other things. So what was it about Santa Claus that drew you to, uh, you know, start writing a book and then creating this whole agency idea out of it? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I have four kids, we homeschool and in the, in the homeschooling world, especially, I think you find a lot, the the whole gamut of how people deal with Santa Claus. (laughs) I mean, some Mm -hmm. parents don't want to touch it at all. And some parents go all in. And I guess that's not even just homeschooling. That's, that's really everywhere, everywhere. Like you said, maybe you don't Mm -hmm. push Santa on it, but culturally there's no avoiding Santa. It's he's there. He's in the malls. He's on the stores. He's on on the Coke cans. He's everywhere. So, um, but I ran into a lot of scenarios by four kids of some pretty awkward moments and situations that you're like, how is there not a better solution to this? This, You know, times where, where kids, you know, we're telling other kids, oh, he's not real. This isn't true. Blah, blah, blah. Um, times where it's different, you know, little spoiler alert type things happened or kids, um, you know, going, being so excited and coming to tell their friends about it. And the friends kind of going, no, that's not, that's not the real deal. That's not how it works. So, um, I just felt like there had to be better for parents and for kids because it really is, uh, culturally unavoidable. But also when, when I started to dig into what the real story is and how, how we got to this place of the Santa that we know today, the real story behind the whole thing is just amazing. And it's so God-centered and it's so neat that this Santa, the cultural Santa that we kind of all know that everyone, that a lot of Christian families feels pulls us away from the real meaning of Christmas. The real story Mm -hmm. is so God-centered and so focusing us back on what Christmas really should be about and, um, and, and on Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I thought, gosh, how did this story really get lost? I know some people, um, know a little bit about St. Nick or, you know, you read, you sing the Christmas carols that they mention his name mm-hmm. or, you know, it's one of the names of the class, but the real story is just so beautiful and so God-centered. So I thought this is an easy solution. We just go back to what the real story was and, mm-hmm. and talk about that. And then yes, the, the, uh, the top secret truth part, um, starts with telling the story, the real true story of St. Nicholas. And then it explains how it morphed from this St. Nicholas story into what we know today as Santa Claus. It's actually really neat. There's being a homeschool mom. I love, I love teaching moments. So many of them. So digging into the history of it all, it really was neat. The the name just kind of morphed over time in the different cultures that it went to. Um, In the book, Mm -hmm. you see different pictures of all the Santas from around the world, which was kind of fun to see too, how cultural there are people, you know, celebrating with Santa Claus, but he looks a little different and they have a little different name for him. 
So, um, and then the yeah. end of the book, uh, kids get a chance to w- what I call enter the top secret truth agency and they sign a contract saying basically you're going to help keep this secret you know, to yourself and, and the a lot, several reasons for that. But one St. Nicholas, when he gave his gifts, he really was a, a man who, who lived and who really did give gift giving. And it was inspired by his God's um, inspiration uh, on his life. Mm-hmm. And so what mm-hmm. I love about his story is that he did it all in secret. He didn't do it looking for credit. He wasn't trying to, you know, to win favor. He did it at night. He did it when it was, when he could sneak around and not get caught basically. And the goal was to bless mm-hmm. others in secret, not for credit, not for, not for his own glory. And so, um, I do the secret mm-hmm. part, I think helps obviously the cultural thing, <laughs> no spoiling yeah. it for other kids, but also there's a ha- kind of higher calling at the end of the book to get kids involved in becoming like St. Nick, becoming like Jesus. And, um, mm-hmm loving on others, having eyes for others, looking for places where you can serve and give and do and not doing it for the credit, which is, you know, so countercultural right now. But, um, so they get to sign this little contract to become part of the top secret truth agency where they, where they start working on their own little missions. Um, but yes. Mm-hmm. And I, my hope was that that would help <laughs> look at all the different problems surrounding the Santa conversation and see how I could help parents out <laughs> and kids out. Yeah with the the different challenges you know facing us as parents and that that secret part is one of them so so that's that's mm-hmm. kind of where that started I absolutely love that and the fact that um you know I want to go back to something you said I think when we think about Santa Claus Christmas the Christmas season and then Jesus Christ mm-hmm. being the reason for the Christmas season at least my head typically goes to oh they're at odds with each other like you can't have Santa Claus and you mm. can't have Jesus Christ, you know, because one is fake mm-hmm. and one is real. And um, Santa Claus, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's just a fun story, a fun character. And he flies around, you know, Christmas Eve and delivers presents. But I like that you said yeah. it's actually a God-centered story. There, There's a faith element to the true story of who Nicholas was. So we don't always have to yeah. think they're at odds with each other as long as we bring in, you know, the... the um, real truth behind the human Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah. As you might've seen, Hannah, um, I have a a website, the the truth about Santa.com. I also started a blog because for me at Christmas time, especially, I don't want one more thing to do. (laughs) It's a lot. lot. There's, you know, that cute little elf that you have to hide and stuff. I am so bad, so bad at I just I thought you know what I don't want to give parents one more thing to have to think about especially at that time of year and beyond um so I began the blog really to help parents with okay my kids are now part of the top secret truth agency they've signed the contract they want to start doing missions of their own like from here and so the blog really Mm -hmm. takes you from the end of the book to what's next and I really wrote it uh to kids uh so that your kids can even get on there themselves if you want or with you and they can start reading it themselves and kind of taking, taking the reins. And um, mm-hmm. so my hope is that kids will will step up in there and start looking at okay, what are, what are mission like? What what is a mission? What can I do? How how can I do a mm-hmm. like a TST mission as as they're called on the on the website? Um, at the end of the book, like I said, they sign the contract. You become as the parent or caregiver their senior agent, and they become a junior agent. And so there's there's blog posts for senior agents, there's blog posts for junior agents, but the junior agents there's all kinds of ideas for missions, and every single one 
<laughs> off by their senior agent because I don't want any kids, you know, going out there, <laughs> going rogue, doing, yeah. doing things that parents <laughs> don't want them to be doing. But, um, but there's all kinds of ideas there and they can get on there themselves and look at them or you together as a family can get on there and see what those ideas are might, you might be able to do and have them brainstorm, have them think about like, okay, now that you're in that role now that you okay. want to be uh, kind of like, like St. Nick doing something in secret to bless someone else. Um, what do you think we can do? What, you know, who do you see mm. out there in your, and the way I've started it is kind of starting with um, I've, I've started with like, I call it the circles of influence. So starting with the junior agent themselves to look at themselves and kind of go like, am I having a good attitude? Am I, am I at home? Like, cause we don't start with ourselves and kind of like, okay, Lord, what is it that you want to do with me? And where, where do I need to be working on myself so that I can bless mm. others? Then, you know, so, mm-hmm. we, so it starts there with junior agents and for all of us as parents too. Um, kind of be self-reflective yeah. and, and talk to God about what his purposes are for this and what he wants us to be doing and thinking. And you might even sit on a, on a, what a, a self mission for a, for a couple of weeks. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's thinking, talking, praying, journaling. My hope is that mm-hmm. it opens up great conversations for parents with their kids or to just talk to them about, yeah, like, what do you think God's trying to tell you? Um, have mm-hmm. like, let's pray, let's, let's journal, let's, let's do this together. Um, and then from there it builds out. So the next mission would be a family mission where your kids are literally looking in within your family to, to bless others. And, and there's a whole list of ideas of what that looks like. And then it grows from there. And like I said, kids might sit on, on one of those circles of influence for days, weeks, months, mm-hmm. whatever it is you think that they're ready. For. And, um, I made little certificates also that are also on the website. So when they accomplish one of those missions or they kind of graduate past that level, you as their senior agent can even give them a little um, printout. It's a, you, they're downloadable mm-hmm. on the website. So you can, print, you know, easy to do. And you can acknowledge kind of their, their progression through, through those steps of missions and, and um, yeah, sign off and kind of just reward them with, with something that you notice as a parent that they're doing, because they're not doing it, you know, for the credit mm-hmm. or the glory. But, but it is fun for a parent to get to acknowledge that with their child. So Cece, I want to ask you, uh, you said your youngest is six, hasn't read the book yet. So how are you balancing mm-hmm. the older kids knowing the truth and, you know, acting mm-hmm. upon being selfless and blessing others um, yeah. and your six-year-old who uh, isn't quite there yet? How do you balance those different stages in one house? Yeah. Well, I mean, having, so having the book and having the whole, you know, the contract idea, <laughs> spelling out yeah. the importance of not spilling the beans for everybody. Right. That has mm-hmm. been really helpful. Then the big kids, it's actually been really sweet because, uh, writing the book, you know, so I, I started writing this book two summers ago. Um, and my oldest son was actually my, my beta reader. <laughs> so that was really fun. He already knew the truth. He actually had a cousin who, who spilled the beans to him, you know, and he came to me mm. literally on Christmas Eve several years ago. And my husband's a firefighter. So he worked Christmas Eve and or Christmas day. So I remember that year I was, I, I was downstairs. I had gotten all the kids to bed and I was literally building a bike by myself for my, for oh, let's see, boy. would have been, I think it was his younger brother or my daughter. I can't remember who it was, but a little bike. I was trying to, you know, get the last minute wrapping all the things that you try to do to keep the, mm-hmm. the Santa, you know, stuff alive. Like, oh, the Christmas, yeah. the, all the gifts that were hidden in my room. Now they're under the tree, you know, <laughs> all oh, that, yeah. that I just, I have a hard time keeping <laughs> up with. So I'm downstairs and I'm by myself. It's late. And I thought everybody was asleep and he comes down the stairs and says, mom, uh, 
I know. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> and oh, he no. tell me that, that I had a cousin told him. And in the, anyway, spending, you know, staying up with me the next couple hours and we had great conversation about it. And, mm. and he helped me, you know, finish wrapping the gifts and he's like, I can help you now. And so that was, that was really yeah. sweet. And that kind of, that kind of helps spur something too, of, of like, I know parents, a lot of parents get really sad about, uh, I hear a lot of parents say, when they one, find more out. one more Christmas. Yes. One yeah. more Christmas with the magic. They say, I want one more Christmas that mm-hmm. where they, where they still believe I had parents who good friends of ours who had two sons that were in middle school. They had had the birds and the bees talk and they had not had the Santa talk. <laughs> so when I was doing, when I was, had written this book, it wasn't, it wasn't published yet. I gave it to them. Actually, they said, can we, can we read it to our boys? Obviously their boys were clued they hadn't had the official talk with them. And so they mm-hmm. read this book with them and they were, it was, they said it was really actually helpful for them. And again, they were able to kind of gently put them in the know without it being, you know, like, why didn't you tell us this? Like, yeah. Come on. Anyway, there's it, it, the, the book really, I, my goal really was to try to help with that so that when you have multiple mm-hmm. kids, uh, you're not trying to do this crazy balancing act. It really tries to help you with that of, listen, there's a responsibility piece here too. You know something that you're allowed to know, but maybe not everyone's ready to know. You gotta, you, there's a, there's something to, to be responsible about that with. And, and for my oldest, just like how he was wrapping those gifts with me that night, he felt so proud mm-hmm. of himself. The book has helped with that too, of kind of showing them yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is a big step up. You have to be part of it now, which is, mm-hmm. which is super exciting, but like be responsible with that. <laughs> Oh man, I'm thinking back to like the letdown, right? It's like, oh gosh, now you kind of feel almost like a crappy parent because you're like, oh, I lied to them all these years when they find out. So (laughs) when it comes to introducing the book, Mm -hmm. did you wait until, you know, kids were kind of like, wait, like questioning things or like until they found out or, you know, what's your, what's your best advice there? Yeah. I mean, you know, every family is different, right? So mm-hmm. in our, in our family, I, we're, we're similar to you where I don't, um, I don't push the Santa Claus thing that much, but it, you can't yeah. avoid it. And right. so I've kind of let them have, have that, you know, like, mm-hmm. but then when they start to ask questions, I will, a lot of times I would just kind of say, well, what do you think about that? Or, you know, I would see where they're at, kind of feel the temperature they were at. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, again, for parents like that, that's why I call this book. I say, really, it's for, it's for parents. It's for all families. It's really just a matter of the when I, I, I always like to err on the side of, of truth. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't want to have a lot of big stories that I was trying to cover up and cover up and cover up. Um, right. and, and I'm not, you know, I know some families just love, love the whole Santa thing. So I'm not trying to, <laughs> to, to make waves there, but, uh, yeah. if you get to that place where, you know, even parents who go all the, all in and they do the different wrapping paper and, and, you know, footprints mm-hmm. coming out of the fireplace, whatever it is that you might do <laughs> to keep the secret alive certain point there, there comes a time where you're like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. They're, they're on to me. Um, so whenever that point comes really is that that's when I feel like the book, the book is, is for you. Um, and like I said, yeah, I've run into a lot of families who just, they don't want to do this clause thing. Really. They don't want, they, I should say, they don't want it to be a, the, the main focus of Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. and so for those families, this really is a great way to just introduce the whole thing to your kids and to, to teach them like what, how it all started and how it became a cultural phenomenon that it is, but what we should be doing with the true story and, and what, 
really God has for us. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Mama, I hope you enjoyed that one. To go get the book, The Top Secret Truth About Santa Claus, to get mission ideas, to become a top secret agent or become a senior agent yourself, go to thetruthaboutsanta.com. It is also linked in the show notes, so you could go ahead and click from right there. All right, that's a wrap for today, and I hope you have a beautiful, hope-filled, blessed week. And I'll catch you again next time for a cup of coffee with a side of faith, wisdom, and hope.